Well, let me see if I can fumble through this and figure out what I'm doing again. <laughs> the one thing I have to prepare for now is that you can heckle me in person. Before, I was pretty quick with the comebacks on the on the uh, iPad or whatever it may be. And uh, I think I made a bad choice by letting Brian come back to the first service because he's pretty quick. <laughs> I'm going to ask you to turn with me to John chapter 14. So we get ready to get into the word today. I want to talk to you tonight about applying faith. Applying faith. I think, uh, you know, one of the things that has been interesting for so many of us is that uh, during the last, you know, three months or so, we've been put in a position where we've had to apply some faith. And I want to talk about um, a little bit about what that looks like. And I think as a, I think as church, you know, as a body, we typically talk a lot about being faithful and being people of faith. But there's a gap within the body of Christ when it requires some sort of action when you have to actually apply faith. We can say all the right Christian things when it comes to faith, you know, have faith and all that chipper stuff. Um, but applying faith is, is much different. And um, if you think about it, it's much easier to pray in faith than it is to walk in faith. See, because there's a lot of things that you can be taught, like uh, praying in faith can involve saying a lot of what some people may call Christianese, uh, because you can pray a good hearty, woo, do, hummer, dinger. I got to work on my making up words again. Okay, I'm getting there. <laughs> but you can't do that when you have to walk in faith, right? Like it's, it's not as easy. To, it's easier to pray and just use your words, but then to actually walk out with action and literally be a part of living faith and applying faith in that way, it's so much more different than just saying it. I mean, you know, faith... Walking in faith involves your actions and words. See, and that becomes so much harder when you're outside of the church bubble. And some of you over the last three months have felt that really, really hard because you found yourself slipping, right? Hello, maybe? <laughs> Everyone's like, I am not admitting to that, brother. <laughs> I was super faithful. <laughs> See, we are in a time, and we continue to be in this time, where the practical application of faith cannot be an option. It can't be an option. It can't be something that you decide whether you're going to actually apply faith or not. You can't live that way. It's unfruitful. John chapter 14, I want to read verses 12 through 17 to start. It says, truly, truly, I say to you, Whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. Hold on. I just want to read that again. Whoever believes in me, being Jesus, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. This is why we look at the example of Jesus so much. Because according to what this says, whoever believes in Jesus are going to do the same works that he did. 
So if you ever wonder, why are we looking at Jesus so much? Why do we need to focus on it? Because guess what? That is our roadmap. That is the instruction manual. That is now the YouTube, right? <laughs> Maybe not the YouTube. I did use YouTube to put a tiller back together during quarantine, and it was super helpful, okay? But we need to understand what Jesus did because the things that Jesus did are the things that we're supposed to do. Okay, I'm going to get off that soapbox because I really wasn't supposed to get on it, but I guess I was. It says, and also do the works that I do, and greater works than these will he do. What? Because I am going to the Father. So take the works that Jesus did and add to them. <laughs> okay. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Not because you want it, not because you demand it, not because you think it's a good idea, but because that the Father might be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor it knows him. You know him, for he dwells within you and will be in you. See, here Jesus is talking about the indwelling of the Holy Spirit in our lives, and there's an important part of this that I want you to see in verse 17, okay? And it's still there, okay? The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. The world has no ability, no understanding, no, no, they cannot receive what Jesus is talking about here. Why can't they see it? Why, why can't, because they can't even see it. They can't even see him. They don't know him, but we, because we believe in Jesus Christ, because we have accepted him, we know him and he dwells with us because he will be in us. See, we may have him. I'm going to, I know Bethany just sat down. And I'm going to make her walk all the way back up here. <laughs> She's like, since I've got the kids, I'm going to stay in the back so that they don't kill anyone. <laughs> and even when I started writing this, I was like, oh man, I'm going to make her sit down and then come back up here. Okay. I want to show you something here. Um, now, many of you probably don't experience this like Bethany and I have in our life, but if, if we have him, but we don't know him, um, that's a problem. And it's like trying to ignore a person in your own household. Now, Bethany and I, I mean, this would never be us, just for the record. Um, we would never get in an argument of any sort. Um, wouldn't happen. Uh, but what's interesting is when we get in an argument, um, it's fun because what happens is we reach this point in the argument where we're kind of like, okay, we now have to move on somehow. Right? And when you live in the same house, and even worse, if you need to be in the same room, <laughs> it can get awkward. <laughs> right? If, let's say, Bethany and I had an argument, I don't know, a month or so ago, a week ago. I don't remember, okay? She probably does. <laughs> um, 
let's say we had an argument, okay? But there is a point where, okay, you're going to come stand right here. I could really just try to make her out to be the bad guy in this story, but it would not go well. Because <laughs> not only would she be glaring at me, y'all would be glaring at me. <laughs> Even the guys, because guys are like, uh-uh, you ain't sucking me into this, son. <laughs> so here's the problem. You get to this point where if you're trying to, ign- right, like, listen, this ain't, this, this is, we're, we're in, a, in a spat here, okay? And uh, a, a humdinger, a humdinger, dinger, dinger. I'm, I'm working on it. Sean is here, so I'm going to mess up all the words. Um, of a spat here, okay? And there reaches a point that I have to walk in the kitchen where she is, okay? Naturally, what happens is both of us immediately turn our heads the other way, right? That's, that's, listen, this is good etiquette, okay? If anyone's watching or newlyweds or anything like this, like, um, or you don't have 15 years of experience like we do, just listen to me. This helps, um, if, if you were going in the same space and you don't want to like smooth it over it, you look the opposite direction and you just like, you know, and it's, it's tough when it's tight because you kind of got to like squeeze by them like this, you know, like still not talking to you, still not ready for that yet. But there's also a point where you start kind of looking at them and what Bethany always does. Hands down, every time, guess what she does? She laughs. <laughs> what she does all of the time. And so, so literally, we'll get to this point and I'll just start, I'll just start looking at her like, all right, we got to fix this. And she'll, she'll be like, I don't want to look at you yet. No. And she'll start laughing like this. Like it's every single time. Okay. But here's, here's the challenge. Okay. I want you to think about this scenario that I just talked about. We do that in our lives every single day with the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit now, see, you're going to be the Holy Spirit now. Does that feel good? Okay. Um, So in, in this story, we are often the ones that we're kind of like, ooh, hold on. No, no, no. I'm not ready for that yet. I know that there's some stuff going on here, but I'm not. So you do one of these, you know, like just, (laughs) yeah, I'm good. I'm good. But what always happens, and I'm not going to do it now because she'll just giggle. (laughs) At some point you lock eyes. (laughs) See, I didn't have to do it. (laughs) I just had to say it. (laughs) At some point, you start to look that way and you recognize that there's something you have to do. All right, you can sit down now because you're just going to giggle the rest of the time if not. <laughs> See, we have to decide what kind of people are we going to be at the end of the day and at the beginning of the day. <laughs> We've got to decide what we're going to be. John chapter 4, verses 23, 24. I want to share what it says here. Very familiar passage. It says, but the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship him. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. 
See, there is a revelation that's taking place here that in applying our spiritual things, let's see, sp- applying spirituality makes you different. Actually applying faith makes you real. See, you can, we, we talk about being real church, being real people of real faith. We cannot be real church if we don't, if we just say it. We have to apply it, church. We got to get past the first step and we've got to apply faith to everything that we are doing. We cannot allow everything else to be layered on and layered on and layered on on top of it. We, it's like, <laughs> I wrote this down, so I'm going to say it. Um, there are different things that we have heard over and 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 over again. But we still struggle to put it in place. We need to apply faith. It's like if you had this issue and there was a solution that if you applied it, it would help out with your issue. You would apply it like deodorant, okay? Right? Hello? <laughs> this, is, this is like, I mean, I know we don't have uh, a children's class going on right now, um, and so, but they can get this, right? <laughs> you got to apply it for it to help. See, you can't just say it. You can't say, hey, I got deodorant. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> just don't got it on. <laughs> right? It's the same way with faith. You can't say that you have faith. You can't act and say the right things, but then not actually apply faith to your situation. It doesn't work that way. It will, it will profit nothing. It will just sit there, right? We have to begin applying faith, right? If, if, let, when it comes to applying faith, I think we've gotten all this jacked up, and here's why. We've decided there are aspects of our life, aspects of who we are, aspects of where we are, where we need to apply faith. Those other areas, we just need some good old Christian values. Because <laughs> if I just put Christian values on it, it's good enough, right? But if we remove faith, right, it, that, that company that you're working on, if you just build it off of Christian values, but there's no faith applied to it, that's a problem. Your marriage, if you say we are founded, you know, we've got a third person in the mix, man. But you know what you do? You never apply faith into your marriage. It doesn't work. Hello. See, we can talk and talk and talk and talk, and we can do this Saturday thing, whatever, right? But it's not faith if you don't actually apply it. See, faith requires this whole, full reliance and dependence on God. But see, we all know, we all know that God helps those who help themselves. <clears throat> Wrong. Wrong. I've literally, I've literally been in meetings. <laughs> I've literally been in meetings where someone said that and I've gone, ah, no, that's not actually, it's not in there. <laughs> that's just made up. <laughs> I want to, I'm going to, so I, I've got this great uh, board here that, I'm going to attempt to do something here. Um, I don't know if it'll work. Um, I actually told myself that I should probably 
uh, test it out before I do it. Um, and then I did not test it out. Um, I am having faith that it will work. Okay. Um, I want to, I want to show you this, this idea came into my head. This is probably going to end interesting. Um, and I have three markers. I don't know if any of them work. Okay. Um, I want to, I want to think about some situations where we need to apply faith. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to start really, really easy here for you. Um, um, and I'm going to say salvation. Hello. Right. Anyone with me on that? Um, and, and I think, you know, you, you can branch out from that from so many things, but, uh, I'm just going to say, um, we, we also, you know, let's say maybe your finances, right? Maybe there, maybe there's got to be an element of faith in that. Um, maybe, um, we're talking about your health, right? Health, maybe. Um, or maybe we're talking about our nation, right? These are all things that. Absolutely, we need to be applying faith to. Uh, maybe it's your your uh, your family. You know, maybe people in your family that you need to apply faith. Or maybe there's uh, uh, maybe it's just your marriage, right? Um, you need. To, uh, I don't know if anyone else needs uh, faith in their marriage, but uh, I, I think it's kind of important. Uh, marriage. Uh, I mean, I, I could I could probably continue to name like thing after thing after thing after thing after thing off here. Uh, but the the reality is, in every single one of these situations, we need to apply faith. Yeah, we got one. Parenting. Oh man, yeah, yeah. We we definitely need that for sure. I mean, not that our kids aren't perfect. Um, but yeah, I, that, look at my letters. They're, this is why Bethany doesn't let me write on anything, just for the record. Right. Work, work, yes. I'm with you on that, okay? Work, anything else? Anything else you guys are thinking of? I'm going to write transportation. <laughs> what else? School. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Yeah. School. What else? Anything else? <laughs> yes. Penmanship. <laughs> Spell. Yeah. You're calling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What else? Anything else? I mean, I know we could do this forever. What'd you say? Friendship. That's a good one. And I'm just scribbling now. Farming. What? Jimmy? What, what you got, Jimmy? Cars. What kind of cars? Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, don't don't spell it out for him, Jimmy. Come on. All right. Now, now, I I have I have something in here. I and I forgot to bring it out, so I'm just gonna come grab it. Here we go. I think I got everything. Okay. All right. And <laughs> I leave. <laughs> Deuces, losers. <laughs> I'm out of here. Okay. All right. So, 
Okay. So here's, here's the problem. Here's what I think we're doing. Okay. This is faith. Say hi, faith. Okay. This is, this is faith here. Okay. Um, and so I'm going to, I'm just going to get a little faith here. Okay. Um, and so there are things in our lives that we know we need to apply faith to. Right. And, uh, I'm hoping not to drip this while I'm doing this. <laughs> um, so let, let's think about this real quick. Um, salvation is kind of important, right? I mean, let's, let's talk about applying faith in salvation, right? We are applying faith by saying and believing that Jesus Christ came to this earth, was born of a virgin, right? Lived a blameless life, was crucified on a cross, took on our sins, and gave us access back to God because of that sacrifice, right? Is that right? Okay. I think we apply faith on that, right? Whoa. <laughs> that was dicey. <laughs> right? I want you to think about this. Is it harder to apply faith in that than anything else? See, because if we believe, if we believe that, we have applied faith in this, and this is the problem. I think what we've done is we've said, um, I, I believe in Jesus uh, for that, but um, I'm just, you know, when it really comes to my finances, um, you know, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't really give faithfully, uh, because of my financial situation. So, uh, I'll just, I'll put a little faith and say that I believe in God, um, that he provides my finances. That's good enough, right? Okay. So we'll do something like that. Or, or, you know, maybe, maybe there's something else that you'll say, Hey, I'll apply a little bit more faith. Like, um, like, uh, maybe, maybe my marriage. So I talk about Jesus. So I'm going to give a little bit more. Um, and we kind of pray and stuff like that. And, and we do stuff like that. Uh, but really, I mean, honestly, when it comes to my health, I'm actually, I'm not, I'm not too sold. Um, school just, no, I'm not even going to put any faith there because I know that if I'm just going to do good Christian values, I'll be just fine. Right. And so this is what we end up doing in our lives, right? There's little things, get little ounces of faith, right? Maybe, maybe I say, uh, my calling, my calling gets a little more, uh, cause that is kind of like a faith thing. Um, and so, you know what, you know, I'll just go ahead and say that I, I really have a lot for that. Okay. And, um, in parenting, um, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to say, um, God, keep them out of hell, right? Um, I mean, what, uh, gosh, I need a lot here maybe. And, and so this is, this is the way that we apply faith. We decide the amount of faith that is necessary because some of this stuff we can handle on our own. You know what, to be quite honest with me, work, I got it. I got it. No problem. I can handle it. I've got, I'm smart. I've got all, all the education I need right? I don't have to write with my hand. I can do it with a typewriter thing. So my penmanship doesn't matter. I'm good, right? This is what we do. We go in full faith with salvation, but everything else just gets 
little bits and pieces. We don't actively apply faith. And I say that to say this, doesn't, doesn't the, the idea, the, the concept, the thought of salvation, of Jesus Christ, doesn't that take more faith than anything else here? We, we listen, we think we can believe Jesus for that, but we can't believe Jesus for our transportation. We can believe Jesus for this, but we can't believe that he can fix our nation in the problems that we're in. How, how, do we, how do we allow our mind to get to that point? How do we allow ourselves to think, to be honest, so lowly of God that he's only, he's only good enough to get my ticket into heaven, all the rest of this stuff, he just can't seem to handle. That's not right, right? What we need to do is we need to change our perspective, and this definitely isn't going to work. Um, we need to begin to, uh, this is going to be a bad idea, Tom. We need to begin, ooh, this is kind of fun. Oh, gosh, this is not fun. Um, <laughs> we need to begin completely applying faith to every, say every, every part of our life, guys. We turn bad. You guys know what I'm doing. I'm coloring this all in, okay? Um, we cannot continue to just place Christian values in the place of faith. That may sound good, but it isn't good. It's not. Romans chapter 2, verse 6 through 8 says, He will render to each one according to his works. To those who by patience and well-doing seek for glory and honor and immortality, he will give eternal life. But for those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, there will be wrath and fury. Anyone up for some wrath and fury? No? No? Okay, put my hand back down. Philippians 4, verses 8 through 9, very familiar passage. We've talked about it recently. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, what does it say to do? It says, practice these things things and the God of peace will be with you. The problem that we're having is we've learned them, we've received them, we've heard them, we've seen them, but we're not practicing them. Hmm. We cannot guys we can not go through this go into this next phase of whatever god is doing in our nation and in our lives whatever it is okay we cannot go through this without applying faith we have gone on too long as a body of christ without actually applying faith we've found a way to kind of 
scoot on by. And this isn't what God wants for us. God doesn't want you to be able to say, I'm going to just put a little bit of faith in this and move on. That's not the way it works. We have to apply faith. I'm going to ask you to stand with me as we get ready to close. I want to say this to you. We need to stop being so dependent on ourselves that we're not depending on God. We, we have to be, listen, we have to stop being so dependent on ourselves and we need to completely flip the tables and we need to recognize that we are completely dependent on him and him alone. We have to apply faith liberally. We got to stop being so conservative about how we spend our faith. See, I think there's a, many of us that have like this big, huge penny jar of faith that's just sitting there and no one's ever reaching in to try to cash any of that out. And the problem is that currency is going to eventually expire, right? Or something. I don't know. I'm trying to make up stuff now and I'm, I'm falling in a pit, guys. <laughs> We need to stop applying Christian values where faith is supposed to be applied. We can't keep going through life without truly living this life. We need to apply faith. Some of you are hearing this and you're coming to this realization that maybe you haven't been applying faith in every situation the way that you should. Maybe there are aspects or things about your own life, about your own walk with God that you've realized that faith isn't even, you know, look, faith's not even on my transportation or cars. That was not by design, people. <laughs> that was of the leading of the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, that is awesome. <laughs> that is wild. Um, we have to start looking at the things in our lives that we recognize we have not been applying faith to. And you know what we need to do? <laughs> We need to pour that bucket of paint. I'm not pouring the bucket of paint. I'm just going to say that now. <laughs> we need to pour it out on these situations. We can believe him to save us, to bring us back into communion with God, back into unity with God, to walk into the will of the Father, but we struggle with believing him for everything else. That's not it. We have to apply faith.